Hi everybody, welcome to Food Addict. My name is Anthony Quinn, yes, as always. At least I said the right name of the right podcast. (laughs) Everybody, welcome my friend and newcomer to comedy, Tom Romeo. What's up, buddy? Hey, hey, hi, Anthony. Everything's good. You know, before I say anything, I I really want to say I really super duper appreciate, like, the welcome I got here. Like, all of you guys have been so super nice to me, and I I really appreciate that. Well, you know what they say, dude, or if you don't know what they say, I'll tell you what they say. Um, If you want to get booked on comedy shows or you want to do comedy... Um, and you want people, you know, you want people to encourage you. Just be cool to hang out with. You know, just be a nice fucking person, and everyone will open every gate. You know, to mediocreness. <laughs> yeah, 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 thank you. Right, you know, that's the thing, right? Like, you know, uh, I, I, I hope I'm funny, right? And I'm trying, I'm trying to put my funniness forward, uh, but. You know. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny how you say I hope I'm funny because um, years ago, 20 years ago, I had, you know, I, I, I did comedy. It was so different. I did it for like a year and there wasn't as many open mics. You had to go down to the city a lot and stuff. Um, and that was my thing. Am I funny? Am I funny? Should, am I funny? And then when I started again about four and a half years ago now, going on five years ago, um... You know, that was my question for the first year. Like, for act probably for the first six months, or at least the first few months. Like, like uh, <laughs> I just went from a year to six months to the first few. <laughs> uh, that's what you get with Anthony Quinn. Right. Yeah, but let me, ask you, let me ask you this, though. I mean, because you've been doing this for a long, long time. Have you ever had, like, an expression or a bit or, or something that you said that you always thought was really funny. Like, it just resonated with you, right? And somehow, no matter how you presented it, it just either, I don't want to say it went over people's heads, like, they just they just didn't care, right? I mean, there's got to be times when, when you think, you know, you're saying something that's, that just resonates with you. Like, you think it's funny as hell. And I'm sure this happens to a so lot of guys. you should tell but, that joke. If that's it, if that's something you think is funny, fucking tell. Especially at this level, tell it, and then you know, as you tell it, somebody's gonna laugh at something in the joke, and then you know, like go towards that. I mean, I, dude, I'm with you, I'm with you. But I think as you get your stage presence more, you know what I'm saying? Because right now yeah. you're telling jokes, and you don't, you're not necessarily sure what your stage persona is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. No. No. You are. You are one hundred percent correct. I have not. I have not figured that out. I mean. No. I mean. You know. You're doing great, though. I'm not. I'm listen. I'm not chastising you, man. You're doing fucking. No. 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 I. I I would very like. I know a lot of you guys. What you do with the mic is what you do with the mic, and what you do at a show is what you do at a show. And it's hard for me to get out. Like I really want to see some more shows to see what these guys are actually doing, as opposed to what they're doing at the mic. You know, yeah, I, I mean, I think, sometimes I, they do. Sometimes it's the same. They they have a show they're preparing for, so they want to try out some of their set. So I mean, you know, it's it's six of these, half of you know, half a dozen of the other. It's like, uh, you know, on this level, dude. I mean, you're not going to see that much of a difference. You know what I'm saying? 
Like it's going to be guess. somebody's set that they've had for a while, their jokes. And a lot of times you can, I can tell when somebody's been telling the same joke for a long, long time. I can tell by how they do it. So I don't know. It's, it's, it's comedy's a fucking hard thing, man. You know, it's, it's, it's hard. How long you been doing it now? I started in September. Actually, Jerry, uh, so, so let me say this. <laughs> this is my very, very first podcast ever. Wow. Okay, let's clap that out. We'll so, clap that so, out. All right. Okay. So you, you, you got my cherry. Whoa. And hearing, and sadly, hearing you say that in such a white voice is very strange. Isn't, isn't that nice? <laughs> you got my cherry. But uh, Gina, Gina DiMaggio bite. has my open mic cherry. Who? Gina DiMaggio. Whoa, hey man. She's got my open mic if, cherry. If you were my has second your... open mic ever. It, what? I was the second? You were my second. Okay, all right. Hey, I'll take, dude. You probably you probably were even worse at your first. So the second I got you, you were a little better. <laughs> Dude, no, honestly, if some if I had to have my cherry popped by somebody, my comedy cherry popped, Gina DiMaggio would be the right would be fine. Very good. Pick. Actually, you know what? She's she's fantastic. She's I really so nice. Like, I, Very nice. Uh, you know, she's she's super nice and yeah, yeah. All right, so I, all right, so you know, Comedy's hard. Okay, that's it. We're going to move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, just... you know, I, I, I listened to some of your other podcasts because, you know, I, I wasn't sure what, like, I wasn't sure what to expect. You know, so I listened to, you talk to uh, Gina and Josh and, and Sharon. Sharon's a fucking pisser. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Did you like the podcast? I did. I did. All right. Good. Absolutely. Good. Stop saying it in a condescending fucking way. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I would never. Oh. Don't fuck with Anthony never. Quinn, Tom. All right. <laughs> Once we hit that red button, buddy, you're mine. You know. You, you know what, Mr. Quinn? I, I I have to say this though. I, I am gonna fuck with you. Oh, oh, am I allowed to say that word? Yeah, you could say whatever you want, man. You say. I'm allowed to say the fuck word, like like with this. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I try to keep it like PG thirteen ish. You know what I'm saying? It's all good. But and please, when I do, understand that it's all just being fun and comedy, right? I'm not gonna not gonna do anything malicious. But but I am gonna I am gonna fuck with you because you know, especially dude, you because you know, dude, you're you're too nice of a fucking guy. You're too. I've had savages on this podcast. I've had people. <laughs> That could rip me a new asshole. And once I hit the red button, I own him. So don't worry about me, Tommy boy. <laughs> nah, man. Uh, but I will say this: uh, Tom Romeo is a newcomer, um, and uh, you know he—he, he, you live in New Jersey, right, Tom? I do. He's from New Jersey, and he's a you know very nice guy. From the first night I met him, he seemed very sincere. Um, a lot of times, people aren't that friendly to newcomers. Um, and I got that when I first came back, like, you know, like I said, four and a half years ago or so, um, it was all kids and they were like, who's this 40 something year old guy? And I was like, you know, I wanted to, do, I wanted to, to, I wanted respect and I was just looking in the wrong place for it. You know, um, you just can't. The, the younger kids, I mean, I hate to sound like an old man, but they just don't know about that sort of thing. You know, a lot of times they're just like, you know, I mean, I hate to generalize, but 
you know, in the circle that I was in, it was just very hard. But uh, but, I my, but my point to this was I was saying is Tom Romeo seems like a very sincere guy, and I think he, if he wants to, if his wife will let him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, that's, that's have just it, right? Time. You know, co- comedy is hard. Marriage is harder. Oh, you got me there, buddy. Do you know fucking... Comedy is hard. <laughs> Ma- think about it like this. Dante's Inferno has nine hells, right? <laughs> we'll just go with that, right? Yeah. Now, imagine this hell. Imagine you've got an audience, and it's the same audience for the next 20 years. And you're going to tell them jokes for five minutes every day for the next 20 years. Imagine that hell, right? <laughs> now, try to come up with romantic things to say to your wife after 20 years. It ain't easy, dude. It ain't easy. <laughs> yeah, but, dude, if you're good at saying, okay, I'll give you this analogy. You want an analogy, buddy? There's comedians that do the same act for 20 years. But every yeah, but night, every night they make it work. Yeah, but they're but they're new people, right? They're, it's a new audience, <laughs> and that's not always true. Like I, I've seen Bobby Slayton, right? <laughs> you know who he is, right? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And I could watch him a few times, like even though I've heard his stuff, I still enjoy it. So yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> no, no, you're actually you're right. It is there a different crowd. Uh, yeah, dude, marriage is one of those things, right? You get into it what you put out. You know, it's it's. It's cliche to say, but that's it. I mean, real. that's with everything, dude. You know, people want everything for free. They want everything to be fucking like the Wizard of Oz, jumping through posy patches and shit. But no, man. No. No, it ain't easy, man. You have to make your own happy ending when you're... Well, whoa. <laughs> Many times I do make my own happy endings. I was going to say, 20 years of marriage, you're making yourself a lot of happy endings, pal. <laughs> All right. Okay, so so Tom Romeo, we, we've covered your niceness, your your niceness of a guyness, and your our, our hopefulness for you making it in comedy. Now we have to move on. So, so, buddy, have you ever had any problems with food? Did you ever suffer from your weight? I I hate to to judge you, but it doesn't look like you have. Okay. So, you know, I I know that that is the theme of this, right? And, and... It's uh, not necessarily. It's my life. I could talk about anything. But go ahead. No, no, I I, I get you. I get you. And I heard you you talk about how, you know, you went up and down and weight and this and that. Um, I have had some struggles, but... You know the thing is, like I've I've never been a victim of of excess, right? So like I love food, love 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 food. Like you you've seen my website, right? I have that little website. So okay, so when um, you say you, struggles, when you say struggles, what are you referring to? So when I say struggles, I mean I mean just life gets in your way, right? So now like I have a cholesterol issue. Oh, and okay. I've always had this cholesterol issue. Oh wow! Right, and even though even though it doesn't look like I'm super overweight, I'm I'm overweight. All right, I mean, stop I don't it, look like I'm, Stop, stop it, know. buddy. Okay, all right. Let's let's. Okay, so I see you cooking steaks and stuff. Are you supposed yeah, yeah, to yeah. eat that kind of stuff with your condition? Well, you know, look. If if I'm going out, 
I'm going out with a good steak, right? That like, is such <laughs> a shitty fucking argument. That really is, Tom. That's that's so terrible, man. I should fucking I should just hang up on e- click. E- I that's I I was one time I lost about fifty pounds, and I I like I think I was getting my car worked on. I knew the people that did it. It was the the wife of the guy who owned it, and they were like, "You look great! Oh my god! You know what are you doing?" And I said, "Mostly vegetables, all vegetables, beans and fruit. You know, no processed food." And, you know, and they're like, "Oh great!" And I go, "No cheese," and they go, "No cheese." Yeah, that's hard, right? No cheese and no bread. No, like you. you and know, they said you I would rather Papa? die. Yeah, I'm sorry. They said you, they would rather die, and that's it, dude. But do you really mean that, though? Like you would die for steak? <laughs> nah, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. I mean, there are there. You know, you know, in in the heat of the. Of the moment, and when emotion has you, you'd say such things. But yeah, probably not. Okay, well, you should stop but, eating but, it then. <laughs> but you know what? You know, I will. T- I will. T- I will share this with you. One day, I'll bring a picture. When I was in my teens, my late teens, I used to lift weights a lot. Whoa! And I used to compete in these teenage bodybuilding contests. Whoa, Tom! Um, you never know that you got you some serious tail, didn't you, Tom? Tell me the truth. Come on. You know, you would never know this, but well, I never took steroids ever, and I was ever, I was always just like a, the smallest guy on stage. But I would get ripped, like I would, I would drop that 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 Showtime twenty pounds, and dropping that Showtime twenty pounds, it was a six week or eight week diet that you'd go on, and you'd work out like a maniac, but you'd slowly cut out different food groups, and I have to tell you, I would drop that twenty pounds, I'd get ripped. I never felt better. I never, ever, like people say when I lost all this weight, I felt better. No, I never, ever felt better. Like I didn't know what they were talking about when they'd say I feel better when I lost all the weight. And I would get angry and I was like a super bitch Whoa. when I would be on those diets. I mean, I was nasty when I was on those diets. Whoa, Tom. Hearing you yeah, say bitch off. in that tone affected me in a certain way. <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, it was... I think it, it was, hurt my diverticulitis. It was, only, it was only six or eight weeks, you know what I mean? And I was just like nasty. You know, it's... it's what would your so, wife say? Yeah, was your wife pissed I, or what? Oh, no, no, no. That was long before I met her. Oh. And, and I would always... Oh, yeah, that, I'm I'd sorry. I'd yeah, breaking yeah, up yeah. with girlfriends. You said when I you were I would break up with girlfriends during those diets. Are you, you kidding? I would break up with girlfriends during those diets. Poor Tom would break up with girlfriends. Yeah, see? See, see? That's what I'm saying. I have a I'd have to go out and get another girlfriend that night. (laughs) You know the nice Tom because he eats steak. If you saw the Tom that only ate chicken, you wouldn't like him so much. (laughs) Is that what you called all the chicks that you were getting chicken? <laughs> you're fuck. You're incorrigible, Tom. Oh my god! All right, so so that's cool, man. You know, so really the answer is no. You've never really struggled with your weight, but I never um, struggled. No. Okay, so so you're saying sometimes you've had some impulse control with certain foods. Oh sure, sure, but but again, like you know, I I've been very very lucky that I've never been driven by 
like I've never been addicted where excess would would hurt me. You know what I mean? Like I don't I don't like being drunk. I'll have a couple of glasses of wine and I'm done. Well, are, um, you, are you a crazy drunk? I see you as somebody who could be a crazy drunk. Oh, five tequilas, I'll walk through walls. Oh my God, Tom. We're going to have to yeah. get you fucking wasted and get you on stage, see what the fuck comes out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please don't do that. Please don't do that. Ah, it'll be like please Blind don't. Date with Kim Bassinger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh. He likes that reference. Look at that. Oh, my God. Well, that was a great movie. Whoa, okay. Let's slow back now. <laughs> that was Bruce Willis, um, right? Wasn't that Bruce yeah, Willis? Yeah, Bruce Willis and Kim Bassett. And, and you can't forget John Larroquette. No, right? I, John Larroquette was key I can. in that, right? Believe oh, my me. God. Believe me, I can forget him. <laughs> Actually, I was a big Nightcore fan. I was a huge Nightcore fan when I was a kid. So, he was that, that was show. show. He really was. He was a lot of the comedy in that show. Dan, Dan. He was. So, yeah, but you know what? They yeah. all, the, everybody, everybody was cast perfectly in that show. I think. Yeah, yeah, I liked it with the blonde when the blonde was there. The first blonde, oh no, the second blonde, I think, not the weird looking one. Anyway. And bull, bull was fun. Bull, yeah. I wonder what bull looks like these days if he's still alive. Wow, I don't know, but I think we're losing our audience because nobody, nobody knows anything about that, right? We're old. Well, I, I'm a lot older than you. Okay, all right. So, so Tom, so basically, you said the only struggles you've really had have been physical, like from your doctor, like saying, "Listen, your cholesterol's high," but you don't necessarily. Have you ever had a food hangover? Um, like that's no. when you wake up in the morning. And it's like you've eaten something. It almost, it makes you feel like you've either drank a little too much the night before. You drank a lot the night before. Like it's a similar feeling to an alcohol hangover. Yeah, no, no, I've never, I've never had that. But I, but I, okay. Let me throw this at you. Um, <laughs> back in the days of working out, when I used to work out like crazy, right? If I stayed out late, like super late, and then ate wrong that night, the next day. I would look like shit. Now, and, and it's funny because, like, you know, you look in the mirror, there are these little things that you see about yourself, especially when you're doing that kind of thing, that that regular people wouldn't notice. Like, they'd look at you and be like, yeah, you look like the same guy, right? But you would notice these things. Like, the, the amount of water you retain or don't retain really has a super effect on on how you look when you're trying to, you know, do that yeah so it is kind of weird it is weird it's a weird thing weight loss when i lose a lot of weight or even if i lose 15 20 pounds i lost like 15 20 pounds i gained most of it back i lost that a few months ago by uh, the intermittent fasting <coughs> but if i lose any and lose any degree of weight i'll look at every mirror there is i'll look at reflective windows I'll oh, be sure. looking at myself left and right, man. <clears throat> because it's not that I'm obsessed with my looks. I think I'm good looking. I'm just obsessed with my body. I'm obsessed with, am I really this thin? How thin am I? Did I gain weight? <clears throat> I just keep looking. And the thinner okay, I okay. get, the I want more... You, I want you to say this for me, right? I want you to just pause and say this for me. I'm a goddamn good-looking man. 
Come on, say it for me. Whoa. What are you th- You trying to take over my podcast here, Tom? <laughs> I'm a goddamn good-looking man. Come on, say it for me. Dude, I'm Anthony Quinn, and I'm a gosh darn good-looking man. There we go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's right, man. I, I freaking... I know it. The world knows it, but we don't have to talk about it on this podcast, Tom. Um, <laughs> so, all right, so... <clears throat> so you're a cook. This you're kind of almost a ringer for some of these questions because you're. Have you ever cooked professionally? No, no, never. Um, but but so here's how it here's how it all unfolded. You know, my my parents took me to a really cool restaurant you're, you're when I was really young. What? Go ahead. No, what happened? Just, what, happened? what happened? What did it I do? It was just funny. You're like, here's how it all unfolded. It sounds yeah. like an episode of The Wonder Years or something. <laughs> I was born a poor black child. <laughs> Whoa, what are you talking about now? Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. You said your parents took you to a restaurant. <laughs> so, you know, and, and the thing was, like, we were always, like, we were always asking the question, well, shit, how did they do that? You know? And that was, that's what got the curiosity. Like, well, gee, can I do that at home? Can I do that at home? You know? And that, and then... And then we started trying to do stuff at home. So my mom had a big influence in 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 all of that because she would like try to reverse engineer stuff. And this is before the internet, you know. Wow. So oh, so you guys would go get a meal and be like, "How do we cook that?" It, it didn't. It didn't actually unfold that way. But that's essentially what happened. You know. You know, we'd have this really cool dish, and she, and then like a few days later, my mom would be like, "I think I figured it out." Did you, know? she, you ever ask the waiter to ask the chef anything or no? I always ask. I o- always, always ask. If I can get some pointers or some tips, I always ask, <laughs> how'd you do this? Because, and especially if it's a restaurant far away, like if you're in Maine or, or someplace So you ask to talk away, to the chef or you just ask about, you just ask a couple questions for the waiter to, to get? I would ask the waiter. Sometimes I would ask to see the see the chef. I mean, you know, it depends. What do you do when but you yeah, see I, the chef? Chefs hate that kind of shit. Just so you know. <laughs> do I strike you as a shy guy? No, but I'm saying like like cooks, chefs are miserable people, man. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes they are. Sometimes not. Right? If, no, they're like, fucking miserable. <laughs> you, they're probably drunk when you're talking to them. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, so, so here I shamed. You, are you familiar with the restaurant Oriel in New York City? Uh, it does strike a bell. Is it? It's a fancy so, restaurant. It is. It is a fancy restaurant. But back in the nineties, like back in the day when like American Psycho was being filmed, right? Whoa. Back in the nineties, I went there four times in one year alone. Alone. I went alone. I didn't have a girlfriend, so I went alone. And uh. I shamed, like I said to the waiter, listen, I've been here four times in the past, you know, so many weeks. I want to meet the chef. And he came out to my table. He wow. came out to my table. He was, he was super nice, Charlie Palmer. He, and he, he invited me into the kitchen um, to see what he was doing. So that was super nice. Wow, cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I know. I'm just kidding. It depends on wh- how the nicer restaurants, the chef's going to be cooler. You know? Yeah. But uh, I worked with some dudes in a country club. It was like five star food, and they were partying maniacs. But yeah, they were. I could see if somebody would meet them, they'd be nice. But but they were savage fucking maniacs. So 
<laughs> well, have you have you ever been in that business? Like, have you ever? Yeah, I, I, I used to be a waiter, and I do um, I do waiting jobs for special events now, like at country clubs and stuff. I'm with a company. It's uh, it's like a I'm like a freelance contractor. For but cool. I just show up to country clubs for the night, and they pay me when I go. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah, I mean it's it's okay. You know. <laughs> well, yeah, but you know what? I mean, think about it. If you if you were nice to everybody, you never know what kind of contacts you're going to meet there, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I, I did. Has it that for, ever happened? I did it for so many years, man. I did it for so many years. No, a lot of these places, uh, the people are just so rich. They don't want to meet the waiter. They don't want to talk to the waiter. I yeah. hear you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but I no, it's you. cool, man. I mean, the the pay is always better than it would be if you worked at the country club. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's something, it's worth going out and working at night. You know, now is a slow time of year, but hopefully in the summer, you know, I could start doing that more, more full-time, like more part-time-ish, full-time-ish. But, um, unless I get my break in comedy by then, (laughs) unless this podcast gets picked up like on uh, some famous network, but anyway, so, so let's, um. So this is the reason why I went into that because I usually ask people, one of the questions I ask people is, um, um, I say, do you cook? We obviously know you cook. So say I was coming over, okay? And this isn't like a dish that I'm asking you about. I'm talking about the dish. Say somebody very important is coming over and you want to show them, right, you know, what you can do. You want to show them, you know, like, like, what's your best dish? What are you going to... You can show them, see, I'm Tom Romeo, and I can fucking cook. What is it that you put out? Oh, shit. Well, well, actually, um, if I was not able to research who it was to see what they like... No, um, just... No, no, no. I knew you were going to no. be a pain in the ass with this question. Yeah, no, if I can't research who you are <laughs> and what you like, if I'm just going to put something forward... Oh, Jesus... Then, um, oh, it's going to be, it's going to be several courses. It would have to be several courses, right? <laughs> and, and certainly, certainly some kind of one of the meats that I make would be on that menu. All right. Um, so give me the menu. What is it? Come on, dude. You fucking playing with me? I'm Anthony Quinn. Quinn. Sorry. I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> okay. I didn't finish okay. that Quinn so, there. <laughs> so here we go. What, I'm going to start out, I'm going to start out with my, my signature, uh, chicken liver pate. Whoa! Uh, I'd rather duck, buddy. I'm sorry, you blew it with the chicken. Well, I could, I could do duck, but yeah, I, I make this chicken liver pate that's freaking awesome. Okay, um, all right, all right. Okay, I, I, do you think pate is a good call for like everybody? Like you know, like somebody you don't really know that much about. You think pate is good? I don't know, dude. But anyway, are you trying to? S- <laughs> I'm I just saying that's a weird. That's a weird fucking choice for somebody you don't really know what they like. But this is an important meal, dude. You're taking a chance with fucking pate. I don't know, Tom. <laughs> I don't know, buddy. I, you know, what, I'm Anthony what, Quinn, what you- dude. I, I know about food and shit, dude. <laughs> anyway, okay, you got your pate. Hopefully they like pate. What's right? next? Right. I mean, of course I'm making homemade bread. 
right? So, you know, and every everything on the menu is going to be homemade, obviously. All right, with the bread's on the side. Right. The bread's on the side. Right, right. Um, if it's if it's the fall time and I have time in advance, I would make cassoulet. You're such a pain in the ass. You really are. You, you said but if it's for any time of year, any Melissa. But if it's but if it's spring t- or, or or I could make I could make my my um my smoked king salmon. Oh my god, that's so good. You smoke smoked your own salmon? salmon? Yeah, well, no, it's a hot smoke. It's not a cold smoke. So it's <laughs> gonna be. It's it's it melts. It melts. It's buttery, and then you know. I have a lot of fun with all this stuff. Like it's a hot smoke. Um, I was gonna say, man, I don't want to be eating some fucking dried shit. Here, have some smoked salmon. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got you know I got some really good salmon when I went to Alaska. I got some some really good yeah. smoked salmon and stuff. So yeah, no, no, but this this one, this one, what I do is I, I I'll get it. Um, it I, I make sure I get a nice fatty piece. And then I season it with, you know, salt, pepper, sugar, and dill. And I put it on the smoker. And then it renders the fat. Like, you ever see the, the, the pills you get? Like, the fish oil pills? That orange fish oil? Yeah, buddy. That's what actually comes out in the pan. It's amazing. Oh, Absolutely wow. amazing. Do, and then do you I would, pill it up I would and sell it to like, people or no? Say it again, what? Do you pill it up and sell it to people or no? You can't. No, you, you can't do that. <laughs> You can't do that. This is my smoked salmon oil. <laughs> you want to live and long? And I would do my spinach. Shit. Oh, man. I got to start eating that fish oil. The shit will make, help you lose weight. Uh, fish oil is good for you. I don't know. Some of that farmed shit, I don't know, dude. It, they're all, it all makes you autistic, dude. Everything. Everything, you know, everything makes you autistic now. <laughs> I was watching all these, all these different podcasts, right? And like... Uh, I think I don't know who the hell said it. I don't remember if it was on Rogan's cast. Somebody, somebody said, you know, I had these comedians over my house and they trashed the place. And I, I have to believe that not all comics are like that. I, oh no 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 no! It was on that special with Mitzi. Remember that that special on Homebox with where they were talking about the comedy store. Oh oh, well, I don't remember. No, I don't know. And the and the, all the comics came to this guy's house and they trashed his house. And they're like, well, it serves you right. Like you shouldn't have invited comics to your house. But I mean, if I could, if I could handpick a few guys that I know wouldn't trash my place, I'd make something nice. Just you know, and then and then we could do like a little open mic in the backyard. That would be cool. No one's gonna trash your fucking house. They all the I, my, uh, Chris De Blasio, his family has. I never get invited anymore. He doesn't like me. <laughs> um, he's like a cop. Like he's got a lot of cops and stuff in his family. So he uh-huh. doesn't. He doesn't like people that love weed as much as me. <laughs> That's never a problem. That's no, never no. A problem. he's all right. He's cool. We're friends. But anyway, I don't even know if he still does it. But I know he did one one year. That I didn't know about, um, but one year, one I think two years I went. Um, his family has a big thing on Thanksgiving. They rent out a hall, and he has the comics come. And nobody, everybody's polite, dude. This area, fucking Jersey, these these dudes. A lot of them are kids. They've lived privileged lives. The only way they'd give you a problem if you were playing a video game with them. <laughs> okay, that's no, you they, know they would trash you your. Just- 
They would trash your uh, your Minecraft house, but that's about it, dude. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, I mean, because that was the thing, right? Like, they, they were talking about how they... And I remember when I was a kid, gotcha. like, in high school, gotcha, me I was never invited guy. to the parties, right? You weren't? Why? You just go. This is what I tell my son. You don't fucking get invited to stuff. You just go. Yeah, but you don't even know they happen until the next day when they're talking about it, oh, right? Oh, okay. All right. I got right? you. Okay. All right. Well, I always but, knew but then you hear, the, you hear the stories about these kids trashing the house, and I'm like, why? Why did they do that? You know? I, I started hanging out with these dudes in high school that knew, like, where every party was, and we'd go to, like, two or three parties a night, but they were all lame. I mean, they were just people's parents were away. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't anything fucking special or anything, you know? Um, anyway... Um, so, so, all right, so did we get, you said fresh bread, you're, you are, these questions, you're, I knew not to ask you these questions, I know I'm, I'm up to my, I'm, I'm over my head here, so we said, why, why do you say that, you love food, I love food, (laughs) we have this in common, why is this a problem? I'm just messing with you, but I know you're gonna like. It's gonna be like an hour of you just describing this dish you put out for somebody. All right, so we got the bread. What's the next dish? What's the next? All right, so maybe I'll make some shrimp etouffee. Right? <laughs> Did you we'll just go, call we'll me go, gay? We'll go to the south. Did you? Just I don't call know, me man. Gay? Like there, there are so many great things I can make, but you know. Did you just call me a short gay guy? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you said shrimp a fagge? Is a that what you shrimp, said? Shrimp a two Have you oh. ever been to New Orleans? Uh, have I been to New Orleans? Yes, yes. No. Yeah, it was, the you, food there was pretty partake? good. You had I stayed away from. I had one meal in like the tourist area that was terrible, and then I found yeah, a couple restaurants that. that were good. Oh my god, the food there is amazing. Oh yeah, no, no. I would, I would make some shrimp etouffee, and uh, I'd do my special spinach. Your oh, special yeah. spinach. <laughs> what's in your? Sp- oh, you can't say what's in your special spinach. No, 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 no. It's real easy, actually. You, 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 you saute a little garlic. You put the spinach in the pan, and then you top it with a little lemon and parmesan. It's fantastic. All right, that sounds like everybody's special spinach. <laughs> America's you know, special back. spinach. America, America spinach. America. I know everybody makes America. this spinach, but Tom Romeo's going to talk about it. All right, so, <laughs> so, uh, all right, your 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 dish is too foo fooed out. It's it's it. it I'll, I'll say this, okay? I'll say this. The stuff you're picking, you better make it fucking good. Oh yeah. You know, like if you're making the pate. A good pate is a good pate, but sometimes it's just okay, and this is going to rhyme, but it's not okay if it's pate. <laughs> I don't know a little just, bit like the bit I did. I don't this know what just happened. a little happened. bit like the bit I did. I don't know what just happened. <laughs> so, yeah, so, but even the shrimp, dude, like... You got to know how to cook that shit to really make it good. And you got to, the thing is, you got to find the right shrimp, Tom. 
Oh, yeah, you do. Where yes, do you, you get do. your shrimp? Tell me right now. Where do you get your seafood? Tom Romeo. So I'm Anthony if, Quinn. If I, this is Food Addict. Tell me, where do you get your seafood? If I have to buy seafood today to make food tomorrow, there's a place in Northvale called the Wuri Mart, and their seafood is top-notch. But the last time I drove down to South Carolina, we packed a cooler because we knew there's this little overpass. And on the other side of the overpass, when you come onto the mainland, there's a guy with three teeth selling fresh shrimp, South Carolina shrimp, and that is the best freaking shrimp. <coughs> Where is this? It's it's when you're coming from um, when you're coming from um, Hilton Head back from the island onto the mainland in South Carolina. There's this overpass, and there's this gas station. And then there's this little there's this little road stand there, and he's selling fresh caught uh, South Carolina shrimp, and it is the best. Wow! How, how many do you get? I, I still have two pounds in the freezer. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for my wife to say go. Because oh. you know she has cravings, and I don't want to waste that shrimp on a non-craving day. I want to make sure I use that shrimp on a craving day. I'm waiting. <laughs> Tom, man, you're fucking scaring me, dude. I'm afraid you're going to be on fucking Forensic Files or something. It was a non-craving day. <laughs> what are you craving? Are you craving to get killed? So, you know, I'm glad you touched on that. Have you ever watched the, the Hannibal Lecter series? Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always fantasized. I have always fantasized that he would like me. What and the, I know in my heart that he would have just killed me because in some weird way I'd have been rude and he didn't have to just kill me. What the fuck is... What did you just say? You're out of here. You, you, would, you always hoped that like Hannibal Lecter, would he think you were a cool guy? But I, would, I, would, I always hoped that he would like me, right? And like like is, you how? What the fuck like are you me, talking like, about? Like me, as, like me as a friend. He'd invite me to his dinner party. I'd have a little human with him. I, I, always, I always fantasized about this. That's You are fucking twisted, man. You have problems. So go ahead. Go ahead. You have fucking... That is a very but, strange thing to say. But you know. But you know. So go ahead. All right. Go ahead. I, I remember there was this coworker of mine. No, he, he's still he's still alive. He's still alive. He's still a coworker, and we always joke about. You know, there was one episode where he said, "What are we having tonight?" And he's like, "Loin," and it was some guy, right? It was some. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I, I I'd be willing to taste that. Is what I'm saying. Oh, I dude, I always I say shit like that too. Hey man, if I don't know and it's good, I'd probably eat it. <laughs> or like, hell yeah. Even if I know, hell like, yeah. Like, like uh, we talk on my other podcasts, we talk about adrenochrome and stuff, and I'm like, well, it's a shame that it's from little like scared kids. <laughs> but but if somebody had some, I'd be like, oh, I'll try a little. <laughs> <laughs> this shit's supposed to be really good, huh? So okay, so you know, I mean, like the taboo <laughs> is pedophiles, right? The taboo is pedophiles, but but we just established that you and I, Anthony, you and I are okay with cannibalism. No, 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 I'm not necessarily that, okay. That, with did we just not agree, did we just not agree on that? Did we just <laughs> not agree on that? 
I think uh, I think we should. I don't know, man. I think we should definitely be eating eating people on some level. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there's just all this meat, all this fresh meat. Yes, on some level that goes to waste, dude. Make some soil and green and send it to fucking. You know, South America. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and that's probably overprocessed, right? Make it's some, probably overprocessed. That was fucking great. Make some soil and green. Make some soil and green and feed the fucking world already. Send it to the Philippines. They'll love it. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, my wife's from the Philippines. You know that, right? Oh, cool, man. Cool. Does she have yeah, no, no. She have any sisters? She's <laughs> very, very cool. She no, have any nieces? Is she like? Fr- does she have any nieces or anything that Anthony Quinn can talk to? <laughs> you, you, I'll buy everybody in the help. family a gold necklace. <laughs> <laughs> now, how'd you guys meet? Uh, Catalog? No, I'm just kidding. actually. Actually, the way we met fits right into this podcast. We met through meat. Through what? Through meat. Through meat. I was in I was in Newark in one of those um, uh, Spanish restaurants with a couple of my friends, and she was at the next table with a couple of her friends. Oh my God! This is a wild yeah. Story. It was at it was at this Brazilian rodizio, right? So we're all like eating all kinds of meat, and. Um, she smiled at me. She swears she was smiling at somebody else, but somehow it was me. And and I approached her and I was like, you know, I'm afraid that if I don't come talk to you now, that we're never going to meet and then we're never going to talk to each other. Oh my God, what a fucking line, Tom. Holy no, well, shit. You fucking I married her. I married her. Cheese factory, man. Holy fuck. You hit a home run so with that go. one, huh? All right, go ahead. I did, I did. I did, I did. But, but it was the god of meat that brought us together. <laughs> the god. Well, oh, what, because she was eating something? and Oh, the, we, were eating, we were eating the rodizio. Like, they just keep, keep, they keep bringing meat to your table. So then it what was, was the, the move? You said, you said, give me your number, and then you called her? So I said to her, I said, you know, here, take my number. Because I didn't want I didn't want to like be very intrusive. I was like, take my number, and if you were, if you're interested, call me. And she's like, well, it's long distance. I saw ah, that's awesome. Yeah, I'll give you a calling card. I'm not concerned about that. So she lived in Torrington, Connecticut. Do you know where Torrington is? I I, I think so. Is it off of 84? It's it's it, you take 84 and you take a left on seven or eight eight. And you go up about twenty miles. It's it's like northwest of Hartford. Nice. Yeah, I have so people like by two, Hartford. Two hours. Yeah, it's like two hour ride. And and the funny thing is, like if I would have met other women in the past that lived like down the shore or whatever, I always thought that they were like geographically undesirable. Yet I was willing <laughs> to drive two hours to see her, and that's how I knew it was love. That's how I knew <laughs> the chick. I did. Half of that twenty minutes? I don't think so. <laughs> I, I'm Tom Romeo. What? Fifty? You want to meet me down the street? Sorry, babe. I'm, I worked all day, man. You should be here having sex with me already. <laughs> you missed out. It's already done. 
<laughs> All right, so so that's cool. Okay, so so she called. How long was it for her to call? How long? Oh, within a week. Whoa, were you home? Were you were you? How surprised were you when you she called? Actually, I was surprised. I was a little bit surprised. And how long ago was this? Oh, 20 years ago. So you didn't have a cell phone then. She called your house? Actually, there were cell phones. But, you know, that was those were the days where you kept the cell phone off because you didn't want to pay for minutes, right? No, so you, but you gave her your house number, right? I gave her the house number, yep. Well, so did she leave a message or you were there when she called? You know what? I, I don't remember. I think I was there. Okay. I don't remember. I honestly don't remember. Wow, fuck. That's a great question. Holy shit. Oh, dude, I'm Anthony Quinn, dude. I'm Anthony Quinn. Don't tell her you don't remember. Holy fuck, Tom. You won't, she'll cut oh, your hands off. Wow. You won't be able to fucking cook anymore. <laughs> Why can't that you cook, Tom? Dude, I have question. no hands. <laughs> All right. Wow. So so that's fucking interesting, man. So, But she speaks like perfect English, right? She's been here a long time. Oh, yeah, time. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. As a matter of fact... She's funny as shit. How like, long has she been here? How long has she been here? How long has she been here? Since 97. How old was she when she came here? She was 20, she was 27 or 20, yeah, it's about 27. Oh, wow. Well, she, had, she, had, she had been here, she had been here when she was in her teens, like when she was 16 or 17, visiting relatives. Oh, she so she still here. has an accent then. She has a little bit of an accent, yeah. So okay. she visited, she moved here, she had a nurse job up in Torrington, and uh, that's when we met, When she and she's still a nurse, um, <laughs> but now she's not on the floor, she's actually working for a drug company. <laughs> well, what, what were we talking about? Actually, so, you know, that, that what, what I find funny is, <laughs> you know, that's something that me and Chappelle have in common, right? We both have Filipino wives. Oh, really? Really? Okay. But you notice, you notice how he never talks about it in his stand-up. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, a lot of people don't talk about their women. Um, I think, uh, especially when you get to be as big as Dave Chappelle, like people are expecting more out of him than than jokes about his women. I think. Um, so I, I mean, I would imagine. Um, but you, dude, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. That's like a success story, man. You know, I think uh, marrying somebody from another culture is awesome, dude, because you learn so much about the world, about life. Well, you know, I also had a concern about inbreeding. <laughs> and I know, I know I'm very safe with her, right, because she's from the other side of the world. And I knew at a very young age, you've seen me. I knew at a very young age I had to marry an Asian woman because my nose is fucking enormous. So how many Can you kids imagine you guys if I married kids? an Italian broad? If I would have married an Italian, my kid would have like stilts to hold his nose up. What well, you? Have, how many kids you have? You have kids? I have one son. I have one child. How old is he? He's nineteen. He's he's in college. Oh wow! Wow! Yeah. Wow! You did well, Tom. You, yeah, you you yeah. seem that's awesome, man. Cool, good for you. You you're, you got the world by the fucking short hairs, man. Let me tell you. Uh, you know what, Anthony? I, 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 I really, I really, really like like this chapter of my life, though. You know, I mean, like my wife and I are cool, and she's a lot of fun, 
and my son, he's really fucking smart, and now I'm doing this. What I'm doing with you guys? He's really like, fucking smart. You know, when I when I started when I start no 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 when I started Facebook, I I was looking somebody up, so I had to open an account, and and you know then they hit you up with, well you know you went to high school with all these people, you want to be friends with them? I'm like, no, I haven't talked to him in forty years, right? But now I'm making friends with all the guys that are doing the mics. And these are the guys I want to be friends with. Like, these are the, these are my people, right? So at, at 58 fucking years old is when I finally met my people. Isn't that funny? You Isn't fucking that weird? Look, you look great for 58, though. You really do. You really, and I'm sure your wife looks very young, too. I know uh, Philip, Philip, people from the Philippines. I don't even think they like to be. I don't even think Filipino is politically correct anymore. Um, no, it's fine. No, I mean I. I'm not sure. I, I'm a little round, white man, balding. So I can't. <laughs> there's only there's only like three words I can say anymore, Tom. <laughs> One of them, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I. Uh, people from the Philippines said they tend to be uh, 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 like stay young longer, right? They tend to look younger, right? They they do they do look younger longer because uh, because she's probably your age, right? She's she's six years younger than me. So at some point I was a pedophile. Oh, six years. Six. No, on every timeline, <laughs> on every timeline, everybody is a pedophile. Some point at some point in time, right? Stop saying no, the. She's p- six years younger than me. Stop saying the p so, word on my podcast, Jesus. <laughs> All right, so that's cool. Let's stop talking about how fucking great your life is, okay, Tom? <laughs> You're starting to hurt my fucking stomach. All right. All right, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, but I, I didn't know where you're going to take me with this, right? Like you're driving it. I'm just kind of answering questions. I know, buddy. I know you're answering questions. And now, you know, you made me realize how bad my life is, and we have to end the podcast. <laughs> is that it? Is that it? We're done. That's no, it. You break no, up no, with no. Me? We're not done. We're not done. Fucker. <laughs> we're not done. I, I, I'm not done with you yet, pal. All right, so let's get to the let's get to the more joking part of the podcast, the fun part of the podcast, the part that everybody actually likes. <laughs> okay. Um, well, you said okay. No, that's not the okay. right answer, Tom. The right answer is <laughs> okay. like, no, we uh, like I'm the a, whole thing, I'm a Anthony. <laughs> what? I'm a little nervous. No, I'm, I'm cool. We're cool. No, your your answer is supposed to be no. We like the whole thing, Anthony. Anthony, not just this goofy part. All right, I don't know why I had your your voice so high on that. <laughs> All right, okay, here we go, Tom. Here we go. So I have bad news for you, pal. I'm sorry. You're stranded on a deserted island. All right. Yes. Have you heard this part of the show before? I have. Oh, you have. Oh, wow. I have. Okay. And I've got answers. You've got answers. You're a fucking cheater. Well, somebody, this is rare. A comedian that I have on actually listens to the show. All right, buddy. So you know the drill. You see the genie. He says, uh, you have one meal. You have to have the same meal every day. What's your meal? Uh, just one. Veal I'm Parmesan. Anthony Quinn. Tell me your meal. What is your meal? Veal Parmesan Hero. Whoa. All right. All right, you could have that every single day. Every single day. All right, are you afraid of the animal people coming after you now or no? No. <laughs> I'll eat them too. Whoa. 
Dude, you are on that cannibalism tip, huh? Wow. You're going to put that you know, on your pizza? I, I, I have never, I, well, okay, I have never gone hunting. Is that pepperoni on your pizza? No, it's people. Yeah, it's people, that's right, it's people. People on my pizza. <laughs> I'm gonna use that in my act. <laughs> you made some. You made some good fucking pizza the other day, dude. I, you were oh pissing me off with those pictures, dude. I was like, "Don't comment oh. anything bad on his friend." <laughs> that was that was the best one I ever made. I, I, I'll, I'll bring you some. The next time I do it, I'll bring. That's you That's all right. It's cool. That fucking focaccia. That the the one with the sauce on it. Yeah, that was fire. I used to get that shit when I was a kid. But, yes. Um, yeah, I mean, I heated that shit up in the microwave, and it was still fire, man. Yeah, don't do it in the microwave. The microwave's going to harden it, right? Put it in the oven. No, and it then... makes it nice and soft. Just do it for 30 seconds. Uh, just a piece. Oh, okay. I do it a piece at a time. It's fucking awesome. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm, I know a little something about food, Tom. Okay. All right, one soft drink, Tom. The genie lets you have one soft drink. What is it going to be? Oh, bass ale. Oh, no, 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 oh, it's no, no. Be soft? No, it's soft. soft. Tom, you are a fucking alcoholic, okay? All you care about is your booze. <laughs> you, no, no, it if can't, it's got to be a soft drink, that's different. You said soft drink, right? You can, make, uh, you can make booze on the island if you get inventive. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. No, if, if it's got to be a soft drink, then then I don't know. Maybe lemonade. Whoa, maybe, lem a maybe lemonade. You don't like seltzer or anything like that or no nah. kinds of soda? Now, and the thing is, like, you know, if it, if, like, if I had to choose my favorite wine or a wine I never had before that I think I'm going to like, then that, but, you know, when you think about drinking every day something, you, you want to have something that's going to quench your thirst. And that's why I said bass ale, you know, but, but then you said soft drink. So if it's got to be soft, then yeah, I think lemonade. Wow. Isn't one, one bass ale kind of a tease though? I'd have to save a couple up. Put some like big fan leaves over them. <laughs> yeah. Put them in a shady spot. Cover them with some uh, some stuff, and get like three of them. So one night you could actually catch a buzz. <laughs> oh, but you see, that's just it, right? I just like the flavor, right? It doesn't matter. the The buzz doesn't matter. I like the flavor. All right, Tom. Okay, no, uh, bass ale is good. I like bass sale. I always like the original. Um, uh, I like getting the, the, the black and tans with a bass ale. Oh, yeah. Or or like a Fuller's ESB. But, yeah, I, I already committed to bass ale, so that's it. I'm, I'm not going to take it back. <laughs> All right. I'm Anthony Quinn, Tom. This is Food Addict. Tell me, what dessert? Chocolate mousse. Whoa. All right, yeah. Uh, somebody else but it's gotta that. But it's got to be a dark chocolate. It's got to be a dark chocolate. Got to be the dark dark chocolate mousse. Okay. All right, you know what's interesting about your your about your your picks is that like you go out of your way to be not go out of you just get super fancy with um you know your your with your dinners that you put out, but then when you pick something, it's pretty simple. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is true. But you said I'm trying to impress somebody, right? Oh, okay, trying to impress somebody. Okay, yeah, no, you you're right. You I was trying to impress somebody, right? You're right. So. Okay, that's it. That's it. You're right. Okay. I just asked the wrong guy that question. You're, you're like, and then what I'm going to do, <laughs> I'm going to get these 
Let me tell you what I'm going to do. I'm getting a chafing dish and I'm filling it with cream fraise. Oh, that was a great episode, right? Fucking Randy. You know, I got I got I got cream fraise one time. And I used to work at this fancy, I'm such an asshole. I worked at this fancy um, uh, warehouse, UNFI's warehouse. And I, I'm working one day, it was like Saturday overtime and I'm all pissed. And I see cream fraise. <laughs> so I put one of them in my pocket. <laughs> and, and I got home and I was like, Dude, it's just like sour cream. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. It's like the same yeah. thing. <laughs> but let, let me ask you this, though. How much has that show influenced your life? Oh, I love South Park. I'm the biggest Oh, my fan. God. I'm the I live by, like, Carmen's always right. Holy shit. Yeah, uh, you know, I always reference South Park. Um, it's my favorite show of all time. South Park movies, one of the best movies of all time, as far as I'm concerned. Um, oh they just God. fucking nail it. Um, yeah. When they talk about something, they just nail it. And you know what? They're not yeah. right every time, but they're not really even trying to be right. They're just trying to fucking be funny and sensible. You know what I'm saying? Like they're oh trying, not even sensible. They're, yeah, they're just trying to. To be sarcastic, funny, and then at the end, they always say what's really up. Oh, they, they, those guys are fucking hilarious. But even oh them, even God. them, they are, they, they, if you watch the old episodes, a lot, yeah. they, they don't say a lot of the same stuff they used to. Well, I mean, you know, they do a lot of current events, right? So, like, things are relevant to what's happening at that point in time. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, they used to say the word, uh, the F word a lot, not fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, fuck. They used to say that. I don't really hear them saying that anymore. You know. So you know, I mean, that was the great thing about them. This, all those episodes are grandfathered in. They're never gonna take those out. I mean, um, but I'm just saying, I'm not sure. I, you know, I haven't. They moved to HBO South Park, and Did they? Uh, it's still it's still on on Comedy Central, but I don't have right. Comedy Central with with my cable package. It's lame. Aww. I couldn't believe it. So, and they used to be on Hulu, but they moved to HBO. So, pretty lame. Shame on I did not know they moved to HBO. Because I I, I, I love Comedy Central. Yeah, yeah, they moved, because they used to have like the whole catalog of episodes on Hulu. And now it's on HBO Max. Oh, oh, the Max. Yeah, 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 gotcha. Yeah, so boo-hoo on Anthony Quinn. Okay, Tom, so you got rescued. All right, buddy? You got rescued. You're back home. Your wife's real happy. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and all right, so what's, what's, where's, what's the first restaurant you go to? You mean after I get home? Yeah, after you get home... And you're like you're you you settle your affairs, you calm down, you you're you're pretty much back to yourself. What's the restaurant you were thinking about? The one like you can't wait to go to, the one you know you you couldn't wait to get home and go to. Oh my god! You Just know me. that's hard. That's hard. But you know what? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say something that's gonna surprise you. White Castle. Whoa! All right, we'll clap that one out. We'll clap that one. I could see that. White I could Castle. see that. I could see that, though. I mean, it's a you very... Can't, 
addictive kind you of You can't food. make that at home. No matter how hard you try, you can't make that at home. <laughs> because it's made from toxic waste. <laughs> blue cows. You need blue cows. It's made from it's made from shit that they don't want in the world. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know, but those things are so good. That's where oh. things go. Before they really die, they go to Taco Bell. Um, oh. I mean, not sorry, sorry, White Castle, White Castle. Um, I love White Castle. There's one like fifth, like eighteen minutes away from here, but um, it's just oh, on fifty nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh no, I don't think that's fifty nine. Is it? It's is it fifty nine? Yeah, I guess if you yeah, it's in Nanuet. Um, it's in yeah, yup. Isn't that isn't that Nyack or is it Nanuet? I don't know. It's Nan, that's Nanuet, buddy. Yeah. Okay. It's right, near, it's right by the Chuck E. Cheese. It's right by the Chuck E. Cheese. I don't know. It's I go off the highway, then I gotta make a U turn, and then it's right. It's it's there, buddy. It's there. Gotcha. And I I feel at home. It's twenty four hours too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, there's one right by me. It's on 17, right in uh, Hasbrook Heights. <laughs> but the one I grew up with, I grew up near North Bergen. So the one I used to go to was Nungassers in by Hudson County Park. Wow. So do you think they used to be better back then or now? Is there a difference or are they the same? I don't know. I think things are things are about the same. People are, people are the same. I, you and I had this conversation uh, one time, and I said this to you, and 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 I, I'm the same guy that I was when I was five years old. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I might know more. Mind. I might. Right. I have more life experience, <laughs> but I have this. I'm driven by the same emotions. You, were, you I might not. I might not express them the same way. But I'm the same guy. You're giving me a lot of sound bites on this fucking podcast, man. There was another <laughs> one you gave me before that was awesome. No, I mean, yeah. You know, if, if if you feel that way, you know, if you remember when you were five and stuff and you feel that way, then that's good. Well, how about you? How do you do you do you feel things are better now or or then? Well, I think better is a is a is a strange word. It is a hard word, right? Um, I think, uh, to me, the world I knew was a lot different, you know. Um, and what I have realized getting older now is that I am me and I'm, I probably was the same when I was five. Like, it's not about me changing. It's just me having, you know, I just have to work to live a better life. I'm never going to change, you know. Right, right, right. I'm never yeah. going to... Nobody can ever nag me into doing the dishes. I'm never going to do the dishes. It's just the, always <laughs> the way I've been. And I mean, I will do them, but I'm never, it's never just, you know, and people are like, oh, you're lazy. You just don't want to do the dishes. No, I don't think there are, is such a thing as lazy people. I think they're sick. I think anybody who doesn't want to do stuff and wants to just sit around, they're sick. They have problems, you know? Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> and I got plenty of those, Tom. But um, so getting back to what you're talking about is that's it is is I was I was a happy kid, but the certain things, certain ways I acted, and certain ways I was, I am now, and a lot of yeah. most of them good, most of them good. So yeah, I, I recognize now as an adult that when I got my ass kicked when I was younger, I deserved it. <laughs> You know, back then I was like, I was like, you know, 
but when I realized what I had said, yeah, I probably deserved it, you know. But back then, I didn't feel that way, you know. It's just, but when you reflect on it, go you after know, your mother. What? Go after your mother. I, hey, why that guy? Can I tell you? <laughs> can I tell you a quick, a quick one? Last night, this happened last night. My wife turned on. We have uh, Amazon, and she watched this show with Pink. Are you familiar with the the pink special they've got on Amazon? I am not. Okay. Well, it was like she thought she was going to see a concert, but really it was it was a behind the scenes uh, show where she's showing you what happens on tour, and she talks a lot about what's happening. And my wife was like, "I just want to see the concert." And I loved it. I absolutely loved it because the things that Pink was saying was exactly the shit I needed to hear. You know what I mean? Like, it was a workshop. It was a workshop. It was like, holy shit, listen to what she's saying. She's talking about how hard she is on herself and what she's doing to be better and what she's doing to make the show and everything at all about, you know, being her. It was fantastic. It was like, I love her more after seeing that show than I did just from her music. It was, it was great. But, but I like seeing that stuff. You know what I mean? Are you a big pink fan? You a big pink fan? I do like her music. I think she's a great performer. Cool. Yeah, I mean, she's, I'm not the biggest pop guy. You know, she's like a pop singer, but no, I, I mean, I he, hear you. people love her. She's definitely talented, man. You know, definitely talented. Yep. But what I'm saying is like, if you listen to some of the Rogan podcasts and you'll get little snippets of, you know, how he got to be who he is. Right. And, and this was exactly that. It was, it was, you know, here I am. And she's kind of showing you, you know, a little bit behind the scenes of, you know, the, the decisions she makes and and how she's focused on being the artist that she is. You know, it was really cool. It was really cool. But I, I look at things differently now than I did when I was a kid. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. You I know, mean, I, it yeah, was more instructional. It was very much more instructional for me what, what I than deal, just entertaining. What I deal with is... Um, I I'm I am obsessed with the past and I beat myself up over it constantly. But what yeah, we stop, have to realize what we have to realize it's not like Monday night football. It's not like going back and watching a camera. Your memories are tainted, they're twisted. So you yes. don't, you can't be in those situations. You don't understand and realize how it felt, what was going on, how the world was, who was really on your ass. It's just, you just, re, you just know, I just know what I lost. I just know what I lost and I want it back, but I don't really want it back. It's just, you know, depression on some level. Yeah, you got to be you, man. And, and sometimes it takes a lifetime to figure out who you are, but you got to be you. Well, when, what you're saying is like, you, you realize like you see things differently now and that's how I am. I see that, dude, you can't complain all the time or people won't want to be around you. You know, even though I'm great at complaining. <laughs> I'm yeah, so but you know what? If it's, if it's part of your act, right? If it's part of your act, then that's okay. Yeah. You know, this, this is the conversation, like, this is part of the conversation I had with, with uh, Johnny the other night. You know, um, it was like, 
I, I fully expect that a lot of the things that guys get up on stage and say, even though it came into their heads and even though they might think a little bit that way, they're really just trying to say something funny, right? And you yeah. got to take it for that. You got to take it for, hey, well, this popped into my head and I'm trying to make it funny. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, what? But what? Ha- what I, I was saying. What I was saying is, is um, I just have to focus more on on like I said, the comedy and myself. Because once you start worrying about like what people think of you and 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 how you're perceived and your comedy and what am I saying, um, I think that's when for me anyway. That's when it goes all wrong. When I see other people booked on stuff and I'm like, how come I'm not on that show and all this stuff? Oh. And you realize it doesn't matter because the next day after that show, it's over. Then you got to get the next show. So it's bookings. I don't sweat bookings. And honestly, it's I don't even think it should be called a booking unless you're getting paid. So, you know, I mean, you know, it is what it is. Um, a lot of these dudes are all clicky and they want to like have these quote-unquote shows and book all their friends and it's the same people on every show, God bless them, dude. God bless them. Yeah. Um, and I'm I try not to be see, a d- douche about it, but it's just... But it's, you see, you see there's, little, there's little words of wisdom that people throw out there that if you're ready to see those little words, you'll recognize them, and if you're not ready, you won't recognize them. For example... You know, um, there was somebody posted something and then somebody else put a comment that said stage time is important. And I, I don't want to name names, but stage time is important. Right. So, you know, given that and that was the question I always that, that I ask. Right. Shouldn't you always try to put your best foot forward because you never know who's going to see what you hear, what you said. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, but what do I. You know, like, like make believe it's an interview, right? Make believe it's an interview and and you're trying to impress that guy because you want him to hire you. And if you, if you treat every day like that, then. Yeah. I, you know, comedy, comedy is hard because you just never know. Stage time is key. Um, but I think the quality of stage time, you know, has to be, has to be factored in. Because, like, yeah. if you go to, like, three mics and three nights and it's all the same exact people, I'm not right. saying you don't get anything out of it, but if you drove 20 or 30 minutes further, you could go to a different mic and definitely get something out of it, you know, around well, right, some but, but kind of But if you go to three mics, people. if you do three mics in one night and it's all the same guys, then it's time for you to practice your engaging skills, Right. Because they've already heard what you had to say. So it's time for you to practice something else. And as long as you're getting better. I mean, it's easy to right? say that, Tom. But then that's what I'm saying is, is like when you're dealing with comics, a lot of them, um, you know, especially if they see you all the time, you know, they're thinking about their act. They're thinking about some yes, shit that's outside. So I don't know. It's It's... Comedy is about the passion, dude. It's like playing golf. You could play for two weeks... And, you know, next thing you know, you're about to quit and you hit a great shot. You hit a phenomenal shot and you're like, see, that's what it's all about. <laughs> well, yeah, 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 yeah. But, but you know, you got to keep coming up with, you got to, like, every time something funny pops in your head, you got to write it down and then you got to figure out how to work it in, you know? 
Tom, if I did that, I'd have carpal tunnel. Okay, Tom? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I, 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 like I said, I, I really appreciate, like, I really appreciate everybody that that I've talked to, um, and I've gotten something from every single conversation I've had with everybody at all the open mics. Cool. All right, we're gonna move uh, on. One more question. One more question. So, Tom, yeah. tell me, tell me right now. I'm Anthony Quinn. This is Food Addict. I believe this is our final question, but not definitely. <laughs> um, Tom. What is one food that is repulsive to you that you cannot, that I could maybe mug you with? I could be like, give me all your money or I'll touch you with this. What is it? Tell me. Japanese natto. What? Japanese natto. It's a, it's a um, fermented, they're like tiny little anchovies, but they're fermented. Oh, do you like anchovies? You like regular anchovies? And they... Well, actually, that's that's a funny thing because I generally don't. But I was in North Carolina recently, in Raleigh, North Carolina, at this German place, and I had this salad that had anchovies on it, and they were phenomenal. And I don't like anchovies. Wow, interesting. Yeah, they were phenomenal. We have the um, best anchovies yeah. in the world. <laughs> Jap- Japanese natto, definitely. That's definitely a no. That is, you know, Tom, that's a weird answer, man. That's anything else. You like fish and all that stuff. Lobster, all that stuff. I, I do. I do like, I do like fish. I don't like, I don't like chicken liver generally. Right. But I've been to two places in my life where I had the fried chicken livers and they were phenomenal. That's funny though. You like your chicken liver pate? Well, the chicken liver pate, you got to remember, I'm putting a lot of things into it. Right, there's garlic, there's shallots, there's all kinds of herbs, there's cognac, there's, there's, there, I even broke my voice cracked thinking about it. There's, there's port wine, I mean, there's cream, there's so much in it that when you put that th- together, and you know, the most repulsive thing about making that dish is tasting it for seasoning before it's finally so do cured. Squ- do you square it out? I mean, what do you do with the pate? Do you make, you put it in a shape? I, I, I put it in a food processor, so I puree it. And then I have the recipe, actually. I can send you the recipe. And then I push it through a fine sieve so it's very smooth. But then you have to put it aside for a few days. It's got to just settle. And then after it settles for three days, it's delicious. So, what, but it, tasting it, like out of the food processor, tasting it, oh, it's, to, it's So hard. what do you do? You just put it, it's all creamy and you put it in a dish? Or does it harden yeah, up and, yeah. and you can cut it in slices? Yeah, no, no, no. I put it like in a little ramekin and you spread it on bread. So you just okay. spread a little, like a little yeah. schmear. Yeah. You spread it on a little bread. It's delicious. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, Tom. So oh there's two God. things I'm coining. There's two words I'm coining on my website. And that is, I'm doing Vegan Plus. You know what that is? Vegan Plus? Vegan Plus. All of my recipes at some level are vegan. Until I introduce ingredients that are not vegan. That's vegan plus. <laughs> You're <laughs> and right. then I do, you are out of your I do other mind. stuff. I do other You're stuff. Kosher by proxy. Touched. What? I do kosher by proxy. <laughs> what? So if I put kosher salt in it, that kosher salt makes the rest of it kosher by proxy. So if you put salt on pork, it's kosher by yep, proxy? Kosher, kosher salt. It's it. That's right. <laughs> Stop doing your bits on my fucking joke. Now I don't feel as bad about the who flung poo joke. <laughs> but 
and you know, like, I, I know if Sharon hears this, she's going to be like, that's no good. You can't say that. But she'll laugh because she knows I'm joking. <laughs> right? I hope. I hope. I don't want to piss Sharon off. <laughs> Why would you piss Sharon off? I don't want to piss her off. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to piss her off. About what? But she know, she's got to know I'm joking, right? That's my point. She's got to know I'm joking. About what? Everything. <laughs> about about kosher pork. Oh, oh, oh. no, 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 no. no. About, That's a joke, dude. Yeah, no, no, no. Dude, you got to start talking about the Holocaust numbers to piss people off. <laughs> yeah, no, I won't. I won't. Trust I won't. me, dude. I watch all the conspiracy shit. <laughs> They slip yeah. that shit in there. They'll be like, first, you, what you do is you take the chicken liver and you spread it on the bread. What was the real numbers? <laughs> and then you try it and it's delicious. <laughs> they slip it right in there. Trust me, brother. Um, all right, man. So listen, uh, I'm trying to think. Was there one more question? Oh, okay. Here we go. Here we go. Um, I haven't asked this in a while. I like this question. So, I pulled this out for you, Tom. Don't let me down, pal. I'm going to try. There is no try. What is the worst restaurant experience you've ever had? Oh, shit. What is the one where you just like horror story? You ever have a horror story in a restaurant? Oh. Like where like everything was just fucked up. The wait staff sucked. It was like you had to turn everything. Did you ever walk out on a meal? I walked out of one place once, but it wasn't, but, but that's because I was a cunt. I, I walked out of this one place because I thought the silverware just looked dirty. <laughs> and I don't, I don't even know where that place was, but I don't, I don't ever remember having such a terrible meal, any place where it was like, I would look at a place and say, it's not worth coming back. But but I don't think I've ever had like a terrible experience at any restaurant. Like I'm not wow. one of those. I don't think I, I, I can't think of one. Have you ever sent a meal back? Uh, only to have something done a little more. Like if it was too raw, maybe like the undercooked chicken. I've sent it. I've said, Hey, could, please. Yeah. I, I would tell them, listen, it's just not cooked enough. Just have it cook a little more. Like I'd be really nice about it. I don't want them. I don't want them doing anything to it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to have a Fight Club situation. You know where they do something to the. To hey, the what are you bisque, stupid? You know what I mean? <laughs> Is the cook stupid? He doesn't know how to cook chicken. <laughs> No, hey, no, what, no, what's not, all that not, stuff on it? <laughs> you don't want that, right? <laughs> they they charred it with a glaze. All right. Oh my God! Yeah, cream of some young guy, right? Yeah. They, whoa! See, you just you just matched my who flung poo. There we now now it's cool. Oh now it's more fifty fifty. So all right, all right. What was that? So all right, so. You've never, I just, that's interesting to me. So Yeah, I don't, I don't believe I've ever had one of those experiences What about takeout? Where, anything, like, ever have anything with food where, like, you got bad food or you got, oh, I'm trying to think, Tom, jeez, you've had I think, a... You, I think I, yeah. I think I might have, I might have gotten sick from sushi once. Okay, that's, that's that doesn't count. I was I more like talking like, sushi like in the place, like or you know where you got like yeah. bad service or you, you you know you no. got rotten food. You had to send it back because it was shit. It's never, it's never ever, never ever been. I've never had that kind of experience 
Dude, I have to go out with you then. Let me know when you're going out, dude. I want to go. Out you know you. what? We should, we you know ser- I mean you know we'll talk. Well, I'll see what I'll see what on face. We'll talk. <laughs> Tell but, um, your wife. Uh, you have to brief your wife. You'll be like, listen. I was. This guy is really round. <laughs> I was in Japan back in the late '80s, and and there were these bunch of guys that at the gym that invited me. It was me and this other white guy. And we we stayed. I don't know if you've ever been to Japan. Were you in the military? Were you in the military or something? No, no, I wasn't. I worked for a consulting company, and they they put us on a job at Merrill Lynch for a few months. Okay, so go ahead. So, wow, interesting. So, um, usually, what they do when they put you in Tokyo, they put you in this part of Tokyo where all the foreigners live. So you know, there's a lot of. It's, called, it's this little part of Tokyo called Rapungi, and that's where all the foreigners go. And that's where the kind of cool downtown is. But because the costs were high, and, they, and we were going to be there a little while, they put us in this part of town called Yushima, which was like hardcore, like the next stop on the subway was the, was the Japanese mafia, right? But if you don't know that, you don't know that. So, so there were no white guys where I lived in Japan. It was me and this other consultant that worked for the company I, I worked for. And then upstairs, there was this guy, he might have been fucking Jason Bourne, because he was this like six foot tall, Germanic looking guy, really really good looking and he always had hot chicks with him like this guy might have been Jason Bourne we used to call him the Terminator <laughs> you fuck know? you asshole and, yeah but so so we're at the we're at the gym me and this guy and these bunch of Japanese guys that, that were at the gym they invited us to go have drinks with them one night and we drank and we drank hardcore that night like the next for the next week I had headaches. Like, I think I had alcohol poisoning. I had headaches that I never experienced before, and I was afraid. I was literally afraid. But I stayed out with them the whole night. The other guy that I was with, he kind of bailed, like, halfway through. And But holy crap, that was the you were worst. Doing it. You were doing it for America. <laughs> um, and, I, and so we, we ate things we ate things that night that I tried to describe them to people the next day when I met them, like people at work. And I didn't know what they were. Like, we ate this one thing. I have no idea what it was. It looked like, it looked like a small quail egg, but it was, it had like a soft shell, like, like, and, and it had liquid inside. And all I remember was the other Japanese guys doing gestures like it was good for, you know, good for your virility. This, these are the gestures they were doing. I have no idea what it was. Dude, did but you it tasted t- like if somebody took your face and slammed it into the bottom of the ocean, that's what it tasted like. Dude, did did you snort some tiger penis? Tell me the truth, Tom. Don't play with I, Anthony Quinn. <laughs> anything could have happened that night. Anything could have happened. So, I don't know. That was the most I ever drank ever in my life. And, and like I said, I had serious headaches for a week after that. Like, I, I don't know what I did to myself. It was bad. So, Tom, all right, be honest with me. Tell me the truth. Your wife's never going to hear this anyway. <laughs> did you hook up with chicks in Japan? Oh, yeah. Whoa. Oh, but this is long before I met her, too. Yeah, this is long before I met her. Whoa. No, they still don't like to hear about it, though. They still... You, 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 yeah, no, your I women know. never like to hear about women you were with. And Actually, you want you want to hear you want to hear you want to hear the story. The story. 
we we were on a tourist visa in Japan because the company I worked for was just they were dopes. So at some point we had to leave because otherwise we're going to wind up in jail because we didn't have like the proper work visa. So me and the guy we went to Hong Kong, and then he was like, "Ah, this is boring. Let's go to Thailand." Whoa, that's, Thailand. That's that's that yeah. sounds weird to say. <laughs> so we were in Bangkok. And I got to tell you something, the, the things that we saw in Bangkok, oh my God, like we went to one of those shows, it was wild. Bangkok was in wild. the 80s, man, whoa, that's hardcore. Yeah. It was hardcore. So, so then we wind up, we wind up, um, we got this taxi driver and we basically we would just, he would hang out with us all day, take us every place we wanted to go and then we'd, he'd have lunch and dinner with us. And we'd pay them for the day, you know, and that was the way it worked. So one night, we went out to one of those places, you know those places where, you know, you, you have the glass, the glass, and you pick the girl, you know, that kind of place. Whoa, Tom. So it was, it was me, the other guy, and the taxi driver put it on the Amex and expensed it to the company. Oh my God, Tom! You imagine that, right? You can't do that shit today. <laughs> that was that was that was like 1989. That was, Tom. and you, you, yeah, you can't do that anymore. Tom, you're a savage fuck, dude. Savage, right? Savage. How was it? How was the ride? Was it good? Oh my God! <laughs> if you if you've never been if you've never been, you should go. <laughs> <laughs> like that like that movie Hangover they're not exaggerating anything you're out of your fucking mind alright cool man cool alright listen um, we're gonna wrap up though dude we're absolutely gonna wrap right. up um, thank you so much dude this was a lot of fun you wanna plug um, your you have like a YouTube channel for your cooking stuff I do plug away big guy oh 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 okay so yeah my, my website is Romeo's Julien that's R-O-M-E-O S J U L L I E N dot com. That's the website, and you can also find me under that handle and uh, on YouTube where I have all my cooking videos. And soon I will have a comedy uh, website. That's something you and I should talk about. Yeah. Soon I will have a comedy website. Absolutely. Um, yeah, dude. And then, yeah. I'm terrible with that kind of stuff. I have a Patreon that I don't do any work on, that I don't promote. I have a YouTube channel that I just started. Um, but it's like, I just never think to upload stuff. I do do some social media stuff. I'm pretty decent at that, but, um, yeah, my feeling is that with social media, the problem with social media is that it winds up in a feed and then it gets old. Right. But you need, you need a static place to put things. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I think what you probably need to do is keep some of your best stuff on YouTube, keep it private, and then only give it to people that that need to see it if you want to get booked, right? Mm. But put little put, put, put little teasers out there so people know you're alive, right? Mm. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Let's you know, talk about that. Usually, Let's talk about that. Yeah, usually people, like, you know, you just send people a link, you know, um, if they ask for it. The thing about the reel right. is some people just send it, but if you want somebody to watch it, you ask them, say, um, can I please send you my reel? Can I please send you, you know, I have to type five yeah. minutes. 
And if they say yes, send it to me, then they're probably going to watch it. Um, right, right, right. Or if you like, you respond to something and they say send me a reel, then they'll watch it. But if you, uh, a lot of times, if you just send your send your reel to somebody, it depends on who it is. They have so many people doing that. Well, here's the thing, right? Now, I'm going to plug somebody else. I'm going to plug my son. His name is Tyler, but his name is, Lu- is like I did this in my bit. His name is actually Lucifer. He took that as his confirmation name. That's real. That's so he's awesome. Lucifer he's my fucking hero. Yeah. Your son's my hero. <laughs> no, but he's he's a, he's a smart kid, and he's and he's he's going for a music industry. Because no, he, he's degree. not your hero because he's a smart kid. <laughs> no, no, no. Go ahead. No, he, so he's, he's going for he's a musician. He's going for a music industry but a, a business degree on top of it, right? But he's very creative, so he's got a cool, um, he's got a cool Instagram and, and, and presence, you know, for his band and everything. Okay, so plug but, it, plug it. But, but so, his, so the band he's in is Knuckle Deep. Whoa. So, so look for Instagram, <laughs> Knuckle Deep. But no, what I want to plug is, I would love I to know. get him introduced to I don't know about that guys. name, buddy. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. I would love to get him introduced to you guys because I'm sure that he can help a lot of all of us put together a, a good website. Oh, okay. You know cool. what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Man. Like, cause he's very creative in that way. He's, he's artistic that way. Awesome, and, man. And it would, it would be good for him for his portfolio. It would be good for us to get exposure, you know, that kind of thing. So we'll talk, we'll talk about all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about, you know, a lot of times like people say, don't buy the tape. But if you're going somewhere that sells tapes, like, you know, if you, if you get booked on a bringer or something and the house is packed, you're going to want to buy that tape. Sometimes, absolutely. Yeah, you just never know. The extra, if you're out doing comedy every night like we are, I mean, that's one of my biggest problems right now is I don't have a good tape. I have a tape from like three years ago that's not even how I do comedy anymore. Are you, are you out every night? Not every night. I mean, these days I don't go to as many mics. Because I host the one, um, right, right. and then I go to the Rhino every week. The Rhino is the eight. The set, oh, the so eight you, o'clock is is really good. So I you mean, do the Rhino? Oh yeah, every week. Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll make it a point to get up there. You haven't gone yet. Uh, you you know, said you did go, right? I haven't. I haven't gone yet. No, no, oh no. really? Okay. I haven't gone yet. You should go um, to the contest because that's where you get in front of the most people. I mean, fuck okay. winning. Fuck winning. But right, it's just a matter of getting getting out there and people seeing you. you I get, get you. four minutes in front of like a packed house. It's fucking awesome. Gotcha. I gotcha. Awesome. So, I want to get my son to come, right? I want to get him to come up. Like, as soon as he comes home from school, I want to drag him to one of these. Okay. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I would say, yeah, if you go to a contest, they have like one the first week of every Monday. I'm sorry. Okay. The first week of uh, I think it's the the first Friday of every month, they have a contest okay. and I, it's free. It's free to okay free. And if somebody's gonna watch, I think it's like five or ten bucks. So I got you. All right, big guy, you're the man. Thank you so much, man. Anthony, I, I really appreciate this. Yeah, you know, I, I, people say I didn't know what to expect, and I was kind of nervous. I was gonna be quiet and choke. So I, I hope I hope I did okay. No, dude, dude. And, um, listen, I you know I always tell people I'll take care of everything, and uh, all it's about is just being who you are. The best people on podcasts are people that just talk like normal, genuine people, and that's why you did I, great. I really appreciate you having me on this. Not this a problem, cool. dude. Thank you. 
Not a problem. Anytime. I'll talk to you soon, okay? Yep, yeah. Well, I'll see you soon. All right. Cheers, buddy. Thanks. Oh, oh. What's Are up? you going to say it? Are you going to say it? Am I going to say what? I'm Anthony Quinn! Oh. No? no I'd say that, that after I hang out. I'd say that after I hang up with you. Okay. <laughs> All right, buddy. I'll talk to you later. All right. See ya. All right. Everybody. Tom Romeo. He's fucking crazy, that guy. Why is he so fucking happy? <laughs> Jesus, man. Fucking crazy. Guy makes food and brings it to me to my mic. He brings it. And my, I bring it home and my baby eats it. Oh, my God. All right, everybody. This was a semi-long episode. My name is Anthony Quinn. This has been Food Addict. Cheers.